Welcome to the Fitz Group Podcast for its members and our community at large. Our desire is to create a connection with our audience, communicate through seasons of transition, and empower you to make your business all you dreamed it would be. Join us now for the next episode of the story that will be told with our hosts, Fitz and Heather. You know, over the years, I've had lots and lots and lots of men come to me, always the men, and they say, how do I get my wife more supportive? You know, and, uh, and, and how do I get my wife excited about this business? And uh, along those lines, you know, and, I, and I'm saying it like that because I'm, I'm kind of mocking it. Um, <laughs> first of all, the way you get your wife supportive about this business, go make some money. Heather was not building this business with me initially. It was me. It was my license. It was my business. I was doing it. She got excited when I took her to Hawaii for our first trip. She got excited when we went to Bermuda for our second awards trip. Money, 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 money. She got excited about the deposits, man. That gets people excited. That gets your spouse excited. But when, when it comes to getting your wife supportive, I go, are you really looking for your wife to be supportive or are you looking for her to make the phone calls for you? Did you want your wife to be in your corner when you come home or did you want her to scrub the apps for you? What I'm asking is, did you want your wife to be your wife or did you want her to be your secretary? And um, I've never figured out how to turn her into the secretary. The one time I remember distinctly, I was talking to a new agent. I was like, I'll have my assistant follow up with you tomorrow. And, and, and she had just quit her job and we were just starting to work together officially. And I, I hung up the phone and I could feel the eyeballs just boring <laughs> holes into the side of my head. And I was like, oh my God, I don't know what I just said that was wrong. I said, what? And she said, I am not. Now this is Heather, she, I'm exaggerating clearly, but she said, I am not. And I saw fire come out of her mouth. I'm not your assistant. I was a branch manager. <laughs> I was like it's not how I remember this story you can call yourself whatever you want can you just call this guy back tomorrow I'm sorry I'm sorry I've never figured out how to turn my wife into the secretary but I did have a supportive wife I'd come home from either a good night of production or a bad night of production either way she was in my corner and cheering me on and that was bigger than I even knew it was more important than I even knew it was going to be that kept me going and, and she was able to do more of that as I was doing more of mine. It was that cycle of I'd go out there and see results and I'd come home and sure enough, she was more fired up about it. She quit asking if I was making sales. It turned into how much premium did you pick up tonight? Because she knew the math of the commissions that were coming. Yeah, um, I think that working with your spouse, you know, a lot of people, I'll hear people say, oh, I could never work with my spouse. <laughs> or we've seen a lot of people who do work together in this business, but it's a struggle. Um, and, you know, I think today the direction we're going to go and what we're going to talk about, because there's a lot of directions you could go, is just simply figuring out how to work well together. Yeah. And whether or not you have a spouse um, that you're trying to work with, the things we're going to talk about today are really more about how to work with your key team members that are mm. helping you build this business. It applies to any individual, not just your spouse. However, you and I both know we can be the more sensitive and easily triggered uh, by our spouses. So it's more <laughs> important um, as we that we apply these principles mm. in, in the closer, more intimate relationships. 
So let's talk about what some of these principles are that we've learned through the years to help us be successful. Mm. The first one is prior agreement. Um, I think, you know, it's sort of like the story you just told while I do not remember it that way. <laughs> I find myself uh, much less easily offended um, than that. <laughs> but, um, you know, I do remember, I remember like coming home, you know, to work with you and your piles of messes and trying to figure <laughs> out what end was up. And it's over there in that pile. And then when I would sort of pile, I can remember you being bothered and offended by that. Don't mess so, with my pile. Um, but we quickly figured out the importance of communication mm. and having prior agreement. Mm. So you cannot make your spouse be your secretary. Nope. You cannot make your spouse be organized. Nope. Um, you can inspire them to <laughs> want to do that. You can help motivate them to want to do that. Um, and the way we do that is through communicating, mm. showing empathy and understanding, and coming to a prior agreement before we take action. Uh, so, you know, part of that is just simply for us, it was just sitting down and going, okay, here are the list of tasks that have to be done and having an agreement about who was going to accomplish what in, a, in that day or that week or that month. Yep. And it was not by any means a, oh, we said it and now it's done for eternity. It was something we always were revisiting mm. and we would stop once a week and go, okay, how is this working? And then we would readjust. Yep. So the importance of communicating. Yeah. We put that list together, and then it's um, in addition to just saying, okay, we're going to divvy this up. You're going to do this. I'm going to do this. We're gonna, oh, you want to do that? Okay, you can do that. I'll, I'll do this instead. And, and instead, not just that, but then, listen, just trusting that the other person is going to do what they said they're going to oh, do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. just, just giving them that freedom. And, you know, when we were in college, uh, Heather was more of the diligent student. And I'm not saying she was some bookworm. We met in college, and she clearly we went on dates. But she was a diligent student, whereas I was the crammer. Uh, I was the last minute, you know, 50-page paper in about 24 hours with a bibliography. No problem. I get in the seat. No big deal. But that's and our grades reflected that. Well, as we started working together in the business, we discovered we were still sort of like that. You were diligent, and me, I was going to get it done. You never had to worry about when. And so we gave each other that freedom that I don't know when, you, you're probably not going to get it done on my timeline. You may stress about it more than I'm going to stress about it and vice versa, but I'm just going to give you the freedom. You said you were going to do it. You're an adult. I'm just going to give you that space to get it done. Right. That's a big deal. Uh, that Because I don't want to be micromanaged by her. I don't want to be micromanaged by somebody on my staff, nor do I want to micromanage her or micromanage somebody on my staff either. Uh, and so that's that's a big deal, just given that space. But, you know, beyond next step beyond that is just recognizing what you're good at and what you're not, that's what right. you enjoy and what you don't. And and after we've divvied up the, the, the roles and responsibilities, inevitably, you're going to find things that you don't like to do and that they don't like to do. And maybe you can trade. I distinctly remember driving from Dallas to San Antonio for one of our little four day end of 90 day. We got to take a breath trips. And, and I said, gosh, you know, she's actually, you said it, you were doing the recruiting at the time. You're like, mm -hmm. I cannot stand recruiting. And, and, and I got to hear why she didn't. And then, and I said, you know what? I don't like working on pending and trying to get business issued. I can't stand that. You want to trade? And we traded. And it was like, I mean, one day working at those two after having swapped, it was like, why did we, why was I ever working pending? And why were you ever doing recruiting? 
I love recruiting, and you love the pending. It was your way of, you always said, it's my way of making sure we're getting paid this week, and I was getting that business issued. So being able to identify what you're good at and what you're not and being willing to swap, and ultimately, as you start moving forward in that um, (laughs) and, and walking down the road, there's going to be things that you hate to do that they hate to do too. <laughs> There's going to be things that you're not good at, you hate doing it, they're not good at, they had, hate doing it. When you start hiring more staff, those are the things you take off your plate. You hire for that. You find somebody that you can pay to like it and pay to do it, and you focus on the things that you're better at. Yeah, I think working, learning to work on a team with someone, mm. um, work closely with someone to move towards an objective is a very um, challenging and difficult process, but probably one of the most rewarding things you're going to do in your lifetime. Uh, I've gotten to the place that being able to work with him is one of the greatest joys in my life. Mm. But I want to explain why. Because I think through the process of, like he said, you know, we started out communicating, putting out tasks, trying to trust each other to do tasks, you know, the process Mm. of recognizing someone does something different than you Mm. and they actually get it done. Mm. You know, that epiphany is big. Um, And and beginning to identify uh, your differences and how they really complement each other Mm. becomes um, one of those like things you look forward to doing because there's a lot of disagreeing there's a lot of moments where you think we're never going to get past this. <laughs> like he's never going to understand me. I'm never going to understand him. <laughs> um, and, and there's a lot of hurts that you take from each other along the way. Mm. Um, but it, at the same time, we've gone through a lot. Let me say this. We've gone through a lot of like things like disc Myers Brig strength finders oh we have a funny story about me making him take strength finders in a coffee shop with someone like doing open mic behind him and him wanting to lose his mind but even that is one of those things that like for me i love those things in the deep dive into people's personalities he can take it or leave it however he would admit as well he's we've learned things about each other Mm. he's figured out why i move a little slower i figured out why he moves a little quicker and when you begin to understand why someone is doing what they're doing Mm. you learn to accept that Mm. about them and then you learn to value it Mm. as a necessary tool in the team environment that we need to get us where we're going to go And um, when you begin to see each other that way as each other's gifts are a tool that I need. You know, I mean, even just recently, we've been going through a little, we had a little sort of disagreement. And he said, I feel like you're, you're, I feel like I'm fighting on both sides because he would call me to tell me something. And I'd be like, what about this? What about that? What about this? What about that? (laughs) And I'd be like, and I was, but for me to be able to say to you, mm-hmm. no, I'm not fighting you. I'm like behind you throwing jabs at the enemy too. <laughs> you know, like I think I'm like, you know, like super scrappy behind you. Like, what about this? And jab them here and get them there. But instead I was actually making you feel inadequate. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I didn't think about that. I didn't know that. And so it led to a good conversation where I was just like, oh my goodness, let me tell you everything you've done so far that there's no way had I been 
doing what you've been doing, I, there's no way I'd be there or gotten that far. I'm just simply, when you come back to me, I'm just telling you what I see and, and trying to add value mm. to your argument, your position, the things that you're doing. So I hope that's clear. I don't know if that completely makes sense, but this process of learning to work together has almost become like magical and one of those great, great joys. And now when we have planning sessions, um, well, we've always had it this way, but one of the things that we talk a lot about is when we get together and have planning sessions, it's like a third brain appears. Yeah. And I hope that you get <laughs> to that place where you have that with your team um, that you work with, your staff, your family members, your spouse, um, because as you begin to value each other's gifts and inputs, all of a sudden the combination of the gifts something even greater emerges that you never could have done individually. And the statement of we truly are better together becomes very real to life and um, makes the situation just more fun and rewarding and you look forward to working together and working on the next project, just like planning for this podcast and yeah. doing this podcast together. Absolutely. You know, years ago I was counseling uh, a couple and I'm not a marriage counselor, but as a leader, sometimes you end up wearing that hat and they said um, it feels like we're in the canoe together and we're paddling in the same direction and we get a little bit down the river and we turn on each other and start hitting each other with the paddles instead of paddling together when you can figure out how to row in the same direction and quit turning on each other as the enemy realizing that you're in the boat together facing the storm together facing the ride together mm -hmm. as opposed to uh, against each other life just changes man it's not at that point it's not even about making money it's not even about business it's it's I, and i tell people this all the time you know when we before we had kids and we were working together like 24 7 at building this business not that our marriage is bad now we have a great marriage now but those are just some of the sweetest memories mm -hmm. i have of our marriage and it wasn't even about the business. It was about us mm -hmm. and, and being able to operate at a higher level than you are individually. Mm -hmm. It's that third brain. Mm -hmm. So uh, listen, I'll, I'll tell you this. I recommend that you uh, get put together a list of uh, who your team is. Maybe it's just you. Maybe you're a team of one, or maybe you got a 16-year-old kid that can do some work for you. you know, your, your kid, maybe they you know, make them earn their keep at the house. Or maybe you, your spouse is helping you build this business, or maybe you've started building a, a, a staff and a team to surround you with that. But just put together a list of who is on that team that's helping you build this business. And then write down a list of all the things that need to get done in order to make the business grow. And if you need help with all that, please reach out. We'll talk, we can talk, discuss more about it, but put that list together, go ahead and assign those tasks and start taking the steps forward to move forward with that plan. Mm -hmm. And I wanna remind you that if you are part of the TFG membership, if you're, if you're part of our community, you're surrounded by a team of people mm. who are working these types of situations out. Mm. And we have all kinds of examples of couples who work together, couples who the one spouse works in a job, one works in this industry. You have singles, single women, single men, 
Um, we have examples of it all here in, in our team that are more than willing to come around you, share any advice that they have from the journey that they've gone through. So it's so important that you connect to the team and the greatest way to do that is through the team calls every week. Again, we've got um, within the Fitz Group umbrella, we've got four um, agency managers each running their own call so that you have a chance to be seen and known and talk about these types of issues that you're going through in your business today. So um, again, if you don't know who your team agency manager is, feel free to reach out directly to Fitz, Fitz at FitzGroup.org and um, he'll let you know exactly where you can tune in every week. Yep. Hey, now that you know, you, you know. know.